The journey to being a successful creative entrepreneur is filled with challenges, hard work, and occasional high points. You have the opportunity to minimize the challenges and hard work by learning from experts, mentors, and leaders that have traveled the same road before you. The Creative Genius Podcast celebrates you and your hard work and helps you shortcut the path to profit and renewed passion. Enjoy this episode with your host, Gail Doby and Aaron Weir, co-founders of Gail Doby Coaching and Consulting. Welcome, and thanks for joining us today. I'm your co-host, Aaron Weir, and today Gail Doby and I are going to be sharing our story about how we started working together, why we love working with creative entrepreneurs, and the decisions that led to building our coaching and consulting business that we have today. But before we get started, we'd like to share how you can connect with us. Head on over to our website, gailw.com, to learn more about the experiences we offer and to check out our latest blog posts. Be sure to follow gail.doby on Instagram and Facebook, and we'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn as well. I'd like to introduce to you my friend and business partner, Gail Doby. Gail's one of the most innovative and creative people that I know. And she has over 33 years of experience in the design industry. Erin, thanks for the intro. And I'm excited to work with you. And of course, we've had a long tenure together. It's almost uh, 15 years next month, which is exciting. And I just have loved this whole journey with you. Yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially lately. And the latest thing, of course, is this podcast. So let's talk a little bit about that because everyone that's listening is going to want to know a little bit about the history of why we're doing this in the first place. Right. Well, you know, we've been talking about this podcast for a while. So this podcast really is one of our dreams. You know, we spend our days talking to, listening to, and coaching really creative people in the design field and really outside of it too. Well, yes, uh, it's interesting how our business has evolved. And we the reason we are calling this creative genius is because we are dealing with people who are architects, lighting designers, CPAs. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting all of the different people we've ended up coaching over time. And it was one of those things that we never would have anticipated. So that's why we decided we needed to have a little bit of a broader title to include everybody that we actually serve. Right. And I mean, we have served so many, there's been so many different storylines, Gail, that we have have helped and kind of gotten to see flourish in our time with them. So, you know, sometimes the stories are, there's funny, quirky stories that pop up and sometimes it's heartbreaking too. And it's just been an incredible journey getting to know our clients and specifically those people that are creative and have that design instinct inside of them to see see them really own their future and own their business and their path. One of our goals is to talk to you on on this podcast and share with you some of our stories, but also bring in some heroes and some authors and some of our clients that we've worked with over the years because the stories are that interesting. And most of all, I just love the fact that we continue to learn and develop as owners of our business and also as people that are coaching in this industry because the ideas that we get actually get better when we start coaching. To me, I learn a lot from my clients every day. And to me, that is one of the greatest gifts that I get is to grow my ability to lead and teach just by helping other people. 
Well, and I find that we we grow and change from all of these experiences too, whether it's a coaching call or a VIP experience or even a retreat with one of our boardrooms. I'm always finding knowledge and growth in those periods of time with alongside of our clients. And also just like to make it real, like we're real people too. We have challenges. Things are not always perfect. We know even in the conversations that Gail and I have every day, and we want to be able to share that with you and kind of some of the some of the fun times and some of the hard times that we've worked through or are working through. And so we have challenges and issues just like you. And we want to make sure that this podcast is a place where we can kind of share our journey and our challenges and growth along the way. Some of these lessons we're learning are going to help you because quite frankly, we all have a similar journey. And a lot of the issues that I hear people talk about when they come into our coaching sessions are the same problems that everyone else has. We just recently interviewed Jamie Drake and he is a celebrity designer. And guess what? He has some of the same problems that the designers that I coach have as well. So to me, this is all about an interesting growth pattern that we go through and we grow from every single experience that we have. And to me, that's what it's all about. It's, it's about digging down deep and finding out about people's stories and their motivations and maybe some of their biggest lessons learned. I think that will help everyone that we serve understand how they are really like everybody else. We're all in this together and we can all grow together. We are. And, you know, Gail, we tend to kind of chat at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. It's not planned. It's not on the calendar, but it's kind of what keeps both of us going each day to just so that we're not completely two ships passing in the night, right? Mm -hmm. Occasionally that does happen. But what I find so valuable about those moments, even if it's just 10 minutes before we start our day, is to just get each other up to speed on what's happening or something that we're excited about or you know something that was resolved. And then by the end of the day to reflect on, well, that was a challenging conversation, but this is the growth that came from it. And we're always kind of reflecting, I think, just as individuals with each other as far as how we're growing. And it, you know, if we're finding a roadblock or I'm frustrated or Gail's like, you know, I have another idea to present to you, there's a little bit of banter back and forth. But I think at the end of the day, we're also really reflecting too on what we grew from that day, what we grew from that experience, like how we're a better business, um, you know, businesswoman or a creative person that day. So, you know, I really value those little moments where Gail's like, hey, you want to cop on a call? And I'm like, sure. And sometimes it lasts 15 minutes and sometimes it lasts two hours. But um, I think that that connection and that reflection period is really helpful um, in our growth as business people and also as people in life, right? So much that we've learned from each other. So looking back, uh, I'm just thinking back when we first started working together and and you joined me in 2005 as an intern. So maybe you didn't know that Erin has an interior design degree, but when she started with me, it was our plan was to continue doing an interior design business. And about two years into this, she was getting married and she was thinking about what she wanted to do. And I think the thing that I think back to is that conversation where we're sitting in my dining room. We were working at the house at that point. We'd moved out of my office and that's a whole nother story. (laughs) But uh, we had moved back into my office and it was just the two of us. And we had two years of experience together at that point. 
And I remember us sitting there with a flip chart and writing down the things that we both wanted to do, trying to figure out a different business model that we might want to try. And do you remember that conversation? I do. Well, first of all, it takes me back to your dining room, which I just... I have to just tell our audience what that's like. So she had this mural of clouds on the ceiling and it was the most magical room and it had this like beautiful like gold outline. And I would always kind of just look up and be like, I never thought I'd be sitting in a room with clouds on the ceiling, but this is really lovely. And it was just kind of took me to that dream spot because it was this moment when we really got to dream together. And, um, you know, if I, I guess, rewind back to that time, you know, I probably should have been a little more nervous than I was because really my job was changing a lot and our business was changing. But the cool part was that we loved working together. And so it was kind of like, we kind of felt like we could really do anything together because we had that working relationship. Mm-hmm. And so to look back and, you know, those are some really honest times too, where I was just being really open and like, listen, you know, I definitely want to be a mom. I definitely want to be able to have a little flexibility so that I can pick kids up from school and, you know, do Christmas vacation and things like that. And that was just one of the the many things that landed on that flip chart. But it's funny when you talk about that conversation, it takes me right back to those clouds. And I feel like maybe it's just because it was kind of that dream moment for us where we were really just able to explore what we could do together. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people get that opportunity to just sit back and dream, especially with an awesome cloud mural above them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I just remember too, and the other thing that's really funny is one of my favorite stories is the way we first met was the next door neighbor was your cousin. And one day I was driving up in the driveway and Sally flags me down and says, Gail, Gail, do you need an intern? (laughs) And at that time, we were doing the remodel on her house. And I was thinking to myself, well, I don't really need an intern, but okay, I'll I'll talk to her. So we had this conversation that went on for probably a couple of weeks before I actually made an an offer to you. And when you came on board, you had another job outside of that. So you would leave every day at five o'clock and then the next day you were back at it. But I just remember how you were at the beginning because you were such a hard worker and you caught on so quickly to what we needed to do. And Typically, I would tell people it would take two to three years for somebody to get the business. And you really got it in two or probably a little bit less. So by the time you started getting to that point, this was about that transition time that we're talking about when you and I are sitting in the dining room having that chat. And I remember you saying, I want to be married. Uh, We're getting married. We're going to have kids. And yes, I'm open to this, but that was a little risky for both of us because we did not have any idea where this would go. And of course, I no idea. I I just have to interject here. And I love how you say that when I first started working with you, I was such a hard worker. I'm going to go ahead and not take that (laughs) personally right now. (laughs) Well, I'm like, I wonder how that's coming across. I guess I used to be a hard worker. No, no, actually, you're, how would I put that now? Maybe an ultra hard worker now. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll accept that. So just to back up to that story for a second, this is a cousin that I I didn't see very often. It was a second cousin. It was my grandmother's uh, sister's family. And we don't see each other very often. And so we had 
just gotten together for uh, like a family Thanksgiving because both my grandmother and, and her sister were, were getting elderly. And we knew that we weren't going to have that many more family gatherings with both of them together. And so I got to reignite my, you know, connection with them. And they had actually, it was like a year before that they had been talking to me about Gail. And so I gave them my information and I sent them my resume and they're like, oh, we'll give it to her and nothing happened. And so the next time Sally reached out to me, I was like, you know, maybe I should take this into my own hands. And could you just give me Gail's contact information? Because I I would really love for this to happen. And so that's when they ran into each other um, in the driveway and and all of it came came to fruition. And I just remember telling Gail, I was like, I'm happy to come on and help with some drawings, but I really don't want to do drawings every day. And it was just a very short matter of time before I was learning all sorts of all the parts of Gail's business and learning how, you know, I remember you teaching me how to shop for fabrics and how to go to the design center and be so laser fast with our time as far as what we were needing to to find and, and grab and, and then watching Gail's selection process. And I also remember doing my first few time bills and and having her redline my time bills. And I'm like, oh my God, like I've got to like figure this out. Like, you know, this is real. Like you know, we're charging the client X amount for my hours and I've got to get more efficient. So, you know, yes, I did catch on pretty quickly because I was passionate about it and I wanted to learn the business and I wanted to be more like Gail. I wanted to be able to meet with the clients one-on-one and and really help her with her business. So gosh, takes me back for just a minute (laughs) thinking about it. (laughs) Well, and then of course that transition after we had that conversation in the dining room and then started thinking about what we were going to create because we had a very poorly formed idea. (laughs) And so we did what most entrepreneurs do, which is start a business without a business plan. And that is one of the things that I would say, business plans aren't necessarily used, but they're very helpful to help you think through what it is you're going to do. But for whatever reason, we both agreed that we wanted to start some sort of an educational business because we did have some other designer friends that we'd get together with. But what their problem was is they couldn't really run their business in such a way that they were making the kind of money that they deserve to make. And so that was one of the issues we felt we could address is to help them figure out a better way to run their business. And that's where this all started. And I'll never forget that we were at a session and it was in California. It was with a man that was very inspirational. And what he had us do was declare what we were going to do. So that was March 8, 2008. And we declared that we were going to start Design Success University. And that was our our first idea was, well, gosh, we've got to go out and build a list. And I remember we didn't have a clue what that really meant. And then we met someone else and she had a list. And so she actually taught us the early ropes and helped us build our first list of about 700 people by the end of October. Well, let's see. Let's take that back. So it was about the end of September. We had 700 people on our list. So during that time, also, we decided to create this telesummit. (laughs) And that takes me way back. This is hard to believe because that was only 12 years ago, but it was online teleseminars and we had 14 speakers in. No, it was, Gail, it was not necessarily online. It was, you had to dial in with your phone. 
That's true. I mean, we were telling them about it via email, but like there was no <laughs> Zoom link to click on. Like they were literally going beep, boop, beep, boop, and like joining us on their telephone line. It was truly a telesummit. Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. So here we are. It's October 2008. For those of you listening that were in business at that time, you probably remember that is when the stock market crashed. We had this big housing bubble and everything was just a mess. And that was the beginning of it. And of course, here we are. We're just in the beginning phases of the business. And we have this amazing telesummit. And we have 14 speakers. We have 286 people listening to us. We brought in $86,000 that month, which I thought was pretty astonishing. So I thought, well, I guess we have a business. Yeah, I'll never forget it. And I was just trying, I'm like, can I draw a floor plan to figure this out? Like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I guess I'm going to figure it out. And, you know, we had some awesome topics and some awesome speakers. And it was funny, I was actually telling um, that story to one of our Genius Exchange speakers the other day. And, um, you know, he's an improv actor and it's just, just so funny. And um, he goes, well, if you started your business at the Telesummit, then it's all the way up from there. You know, like that is <laughs> truly the roots. And I'm like, it is. And, you know, honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why when we talked about a, a podcast a couple of years ago, we kind of resisted it because it kind of felt like we were coming back to having to pre-record things or, you know, maybe not have something that's not quite as planned and just us. But really, that's what we want to be able to share is we want to be able to share who we are, things that, you know, there's going to be episodes where, you know, there might be some tears. There's going to be episodes where we've got some serious laughs. I know um, we've got Garrison coming up and he's always a hoot. So with the Telesummit and having speakers and having recordings and finally having content and then having a list of people that we could send it to, that is really when we started creating a new method of how we were going to deliver training and education to designers. And we wanted to help them be you know, not struggling to make ends meet, but we wanted to make them more profitable and successful and happy with their careers. Well, and what's interesting about that is we had a completely different idea of our business and where it is right now. And we've had some big transitions in the business. But I think a lot of those transitions happened because our clients directed us about what they wanted. And I don't know if you remember way back at that period of time, but 2008, we were doing classes. We had this business mastery program. That's where one of our friends, Garrison, actually found us. And that was who we were and what we did for a couple of years. And then we started developing other products. And we talked about maybe coaching in general. And I put together a coaching program where I did one-on-one coaching. So as I think back and I think about the problems that people brought to me in specific, there was one person, Annie, that came to us in about 2010 And she said, I really need help. I don't understand my finances. And of course, I have a finance degree. So I said, well, okay, I can help you with that. And on the spot, I decided to create a VIP day. And I explained what I thought it would be. And I asked her, would she be interested in that? Because I was going to be in Washington, D.C., where she was. And she said, yes, I would be interested in doing that. So When I was in D.C., I just arranged a day where I worked with her and helped her with her business and taught her about her finances. 
And I can share the story. She won't mind it because she's actually shared it before. And what happened was I looked at her financials and I said, well, here's the good news. You came to me now. And the bad news is you have about six more weeks of cash before you run out. And she was totally shocked and she had no idea how bad the situation was. So I explained her finances and we went through this and we put a plan together. And today she has over a million dollar business. And that is one of the things that I'm most proud of over the years is to have seen her go through this incredible transformation in her business and end up where she is now, which is a very confident and successful business owner. Do you remember that story? I do. And um, I would say that was definitely a turning point for us that led us into a a very new direction. And I'll just share that with our uh, listeners that this is not a new thing where Gail has an idea and she has someone that has a need like, I need help with finances and maybe a long range strategy for my business. And she, she knows she has it inside of her. She hasn't necessarily done it before. But she just figures out how to do it. Now, where I would be like, well, I'm going to need to plan this out. And I probably should you know, go to Washington in a couple of months so I have time to plan this out and I can get all of my bearings together so that this is like the most immaculate thing. And instead, this is exactly what Gail does. She is a quick start. I, I like to call her a triple threat quick start. I'm a finisher. I like to do things once and not have to and know that I did them right. She likes to just get started with things. And so, of course, she was already on a plane ride to Washington, D.C. And she knew that she could deliver it. And that's something that I've always had just so much admiration for, Gail, is just your confidence in being able to take an idea and run with it. And I, I have gotten better with that. I still am a little more methodical and have my list of things that I like to get done before I present it to somebody. But there she is on the plane to Washington, D.C., They have a great VIP day. It's actually, we called it a VIP day back then. Now we're calling it the VIP experience. And, you know, before long, uh, we had other clients that were asking for that very same thing. And so we were starting to book out VIP days. And Gail was either traveling to them because she was already in that area or they were starting to fly into Denver. And to be honest, I was still not heavily involved in the VIP days at that time. I was kind of, you know, behind the scenes trying to figure out what to do with this list of people and how to be an internet marketer, but not sound like an internet marketer, which we did have our little moment there where we definitely came across a little more internet marketing than really who we are. And so then Gail was developing, you know, the tools, like she would come out of one day that somebody had a specific need and she developed a tool. And so then we kind of started putting this manual together. And now we have this incredible manual that we share with our VIP experience clients. And it's incredible. And I'm actually teaching the majority of the first day of the teachings now. So I love that part because we get to know our clients so well. We get to understand their businesses who they have on their team, maybe what changes need to happen on their team and what their dreams and goals are. And to see that go from one day or you know two days with a couple other businesses to see somebody be like so nervous, like, I don't know my, I don't really understand my numbers or I know I have some problems and I need to work through this. Just so excited about not just their next 90 days, but their future in their business. And they can see that all their hard work and what they've put into their business is really worth the time and the energy and the effort. That has been just incredible to see. So rewarding. 
It is so rewarding. And I think the other thing that we realized too early on in the business is that we also needed a place to collect our community because we were starting to develop a community and we had a lot of very happy clients. And the next thing that we ended up doing is doing an interior design summit. And this is in 2011. And (laughs) our first one... (laughs) I'll that just takes you back one. for just a minute because Gil, Gil had been talking, of course, the quick start. She had been talking about like, I think we need a live event. And I'm like, I'm having a baby in 2010. We're not doing a live event. And so then right out of the gate, 2011, okay, the baby's here. So we're having a live event this year. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm going to have to hop on this train because we're doing a live event. And it was little, but it was still so valuable. I remember pretty much everyone that was there since there was only 11 or 11 or 12 people. So, Right. Well, and of course, then the continuous transitions that we went through over this time. Well, and we have to be realistic about this. When you think about starting in 2008, and it took probably a good three or four years for the business to settle out, and for the economy to start coming back. And so, quite frankly, we were holding on by our fingernails during that time too, because we were learning how to run this business, which was completely different than design. And so, as we started developing this, we were doing more of a class structure, and we had a membership site. Well, then we decided, well, that really wasn't us, and that wasn't the best way for us to make money in the business because we have to make money to stay in business. So we ended up with this new transition in 2014, and I still remember that one. That was another pivotal conversation <laughs> that we yeah. had. So uh, that's when Gail said, you know, we're really supposed to be doing what we love in our business. And I know we don't love all of the different, you know, emails and internet marketing and things that we're having to do for this business. But on a daily basis, like we should be doing what we love. And I was like, amen. I completely agree with that. And she said, you know, I think where we need to focus our time is on these VIP experiences. And then also with creating a community and live experiences for a community. And with that, I think we should change our name. So we used to be Design Success University. I don't think we mentioned that earlier. And in 2014, we became Gildobe Coaching and Consulting. So again, it was a complete overhaul on the name, the brand, making sure that people were understanding that we were still who we were, but we were actually offering kind of a higher level of service than just simply, you know, here's, here's your recording and information and content and learnings for the month. And it really was a pivotal point. And I remember we had to change all of our all of our copywriting, the way we were copywriting, the way we were displaying our brand. And we knew that we were gonna have to bring in, you know, some experts to help us with that piece because it was a transition from kind of like a $37 a month membership, if you will, to, you know, a VIP day that was gonna transform your life. So that was an interesting shift. And of course, everything is always a crunch for time. And we were having our live event. But that year in 2014, I think we were up to almost 100 people in our audience by then. So 11 to about 100. That's a huge change. And what was really interesting is that people would come to this event and it was so different. And I remember how people said, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how 
unusual this is because we would touch people in such a way that we understood that our job was to transform them and that we needed to help them have an emotional experience in addition to an intellectual experience. So I don't know how we got there, but for some reason we intuitively knew that. And so we put these events together, which were really great. We had a lot of great speakers. It was a a great opportunity for people to network with each other. And then, of course, we went to the next step, which people said, well, we want smaller groups. We want a way to interact better together and get to know each other more completely so we have somebody we can talk to. So that ended up leading us to a smaller group. And that was the Genius Exchange. And we did that in the fall of 2015. That was our first one of those. And that was a small group. I think we might have had 45 or 50 people. And we were down in South Carolina visiting Joni Vanderslice. And the whole heart of that event is about masterminding and having topics that you can roundtable on. Because whether you have a $10 million design business or you're just starting out and maybe have, you know, hired your first bookkeeper, you still have the same issues. There's contract issues, there's communication issues, there's team management issues. Everybody still has the same problems, just on a different scale, right? And so what was so amazing was having all these different levels of interior designers talking about these problems and being able to share and trust each other with that information. And I think that's a big part that you know we have brought to our communities for the industry is a level of trust. And that is one of our core values for our company. And you know, just having a safe place that you can be around people like you, that you can talk to people that, you know, I'm doing this for social media, but this is working and this isn't, let's talk about it. Or, hey, you should try this new package deal during this pandemic time. So I think the level of trust that has been created in these specific groups have really been incredible. And now we're actually offering our Genius Exchange Mastermind event this year. Of course, we had to pivot again. <laughs> and it's in a virtual format, which kind of takes us back to our roots of that telesummit um, in the beginning. But, you know, we have, gosh, it's not 18 speakers. We have 18 mentor topics and then what another three or four keynotes, including Gail. So again, we're, we're back at, you know, 20 plus speakers and really excited to, to deliver that in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I remember going back to the transitions that we went through. So in 2015, when we did our first Genius Exchange, and that one was a really great experience being outside. We I remember it was starting to sprinkle a little bit, and I was talking to, I think it was Russ Jenkins and Klaus Bayer and Julia Kirkendall. They're members now of the very first boardroom group because they came up to me at the cocktail party and said, you know what? We really love the Genius Exchange, but we want a smaller group. <laughs> kind of like a family, to be honest, is kind of what they were asking for. Like, we want to be with yeah. our people and we want to be able to have like in-depth one-on-one conversations with each other and be able to support each other throughout the year. If somebody's having an awesome high or somebody's having a really low low, we want to be there and really kind of be a family of colleagues together to support one another. That was a really great time. I remember that conversation so well. Isn't it funny how we remember those conversations? Yeah, because there's like certain rooms that we're sitting in that... (laughs) We're experiencing. (laughs) Yeah, so I remember that so well. And when we did that, we were... I was in a a mastermind at that time. Erin hadn't joined it yet. And 
the person that was leading that was leading boardroom groups. And I I actually reached out to him. I said, okay, so tell me about these boardroom groups. How are you doing this? And he told me about it. So I went back to Rush and Klaus and also to Julia and some other people. I said, okay, um, I think we need to do a boardroom group. And that was in early 2016. And so we invited this group to be our very first group. And they are still with us today, which is amazing. And it, it's been incredible watching their growth. So this group has grown together. They have encouraged each other. They've pushed each other. They've inspired each other. And as we look at this now, it's so exciting because these people are changing the world. They are doing things outside of their business. And the ripple effect of what they're doing as a result of being successful financially is amazing. So they're able to start schools in Thailand, in Africa. They're feeding people that are in their community that are trying to find food because literally there are so many people in the U.S. that do not have enough food. So there are just so many things they're passionate and involved with, and we call it beyond business. And that's kind of a cool thing. And then the other thing that's been interesting is we are now up to the point where we have four boardroom groups. And we have an alliance group. So our boardroom group is over a million dollars of revenue. And the alliance group is under a million. And we're trying to help them get to that million plus. So it has been amazing and rewarding to watch everybody grow through the process of having that small space to grow together, then Genius Exchange to be in a larger group. And then also those VIP experiences where they can actually have that one-on-one or small group experience of two or three companies to work on their business specifically. Right. Well, and I think it's both like not just our clients, but also our like strong desire to have a sense of community and be around like-minded people that can push you beyond what you believe that you can do within yourself. And, you know, it has been beautiful to see these groups come together and have really deep friendships, if not really family level status. And, you know, even when we look at like our current situation, we are missing those hugs and those laughs and just having those like personal conversations at our events. And I I certainly hope that we can get back to a live event situation soon after this uh, pandemic period. I think at the core of everything that we're doing, Erin, wouldn't you agree that it's all about creativity? Because even just creating a business is about creativity. It's about understanding what it is you're trying to accomplish and figuring out a way to do it that makes you feel like it's creative as well as the work that you're doing. Right. So it's not easy to do that. And I think that the way you get there is understanding that you can't do this alone. You need help. You need other people there to support you along the way, whether it's a coach or it's your mastermind group or it's a community of people. It's all of those things that are so essential to making you be the person that you can be as you go forward. So that to me is what it's all about. Well, and even having an accountability partner that you can check in with and say, hey, did you do your 10 hours of marketing this week? Oh, you didn't? Like, here's how I got mine in. I did virtual coffee dates. I, you know, 
planned out my summer's worth of social media posts, you know? So just having an, even an accountability partner that can just help you stick to your goals and remind you why you have those goals, I think is so important. One of the things I just love that we get to do every year is figure out a theme for our business. And this year, we ended up with three words that I absolutely love. And it starts with improve, inspire, and ignite. And improve is my favorite word for sure, because I'm very interested in making sure that what we're doing is better every single time that we do it, and that we're constantly looking for a higher level of what we can do as individuals within the company. And my favorite word is inspire. Um, I always strive to show up as an inspiring leader each day. And I know there are some days that I am incredible at it. And there are some days that probably I could do a little bit better. But I think that's also part of being inspired to show up as an inspiring leader. It makes me think about how I handle issues, how I handle conversations with my team, even when I'm tired. It really kind of helps me push through the day, having that be the end goal at the end of the day. And, you know, for our team, we did a vote and we were like, well, what words do you like? And they, hands down, it was Ignite. And they, basically the consensus was that they want to light up our clients' passions. They want to light up people's worlds um, and what we serve and what we do for people. So yeah, that has definitely been helpful in the last several months. Coming back to those words, we actually had one person on our team. She's got great handwriting. So she like wrote them out and we framed them up for everybody. So they're on everyone's desks. And it's just a good reminder daily of what we're really striving to do each day, especially in this particular year. So how creative genius our podcast will work is that we are focusing on helping our creative community. And our goal is to improve your profit, to ignite your purpose, and also to inspire passion in you. And all of you have passion. It's more a matter of renewing it because a lot of people have found that to be very difficult lately. And we feel like we can give you some great ideas, some great speakers that will definitely bring some good ideas to you that will change your life, change your business. Yeah. So we will be talking about our business journey. We'll be talking about lessons learned. We'll be bringing favorite authors to you. We'll be bringing um, you know, amazing creative people to you just to learn about what inspires them, what you know, issues they've run into in their businesses and how they've grown from it and really what their passion in life is. And so we're really excited to bring this to you. And so this is who we are and that's why we're here. And we're excited to have you here too. And we're glad that we're all together and can't wait to start this journey with you all. 